vibes with you. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I want to welcome everybody to episode 30, uh, the spin edition. This is a segment that we've teased for some time where we get to revisit uh, a particular issue from an episode, uh, you know, released during the week. Sometimes we have a blind spot. Sometimes we just don't flesh it out enough. Sometimes we just got to circle a block. So here we are. We're spinning the block, and I'm here with my guy Tavian. We're going to be discussing uh, not the kid getting tortured in the background, but um, actually <laughs> ice, <laughs> ice Cube. Tavian, uh, say hello to the people. It was good. How's everybody? Nice being back. Hello, man. So, yes, and it's, it's a pleasure to have you back. So, Ice Cube, we discussed his his meeting with Trump's people, uh, Trump's administration reaching out to him and meeting with his people, and uh, it was a huge a huge backlash with the black community. That's um, right. And you you heard my take. You heard Nicole Shanique's take. What's your position? Uh, so I would like to add, just uh, add some context. Just because in the vacuum, my position would be, you know, it's fine to meet with the people who said they was going to meet with you. I mean, in hindsight, now we see them putting out uh, pictures with him and 50 with Trump hats on. (laughs) I don't know if you saw that. but uh, (laughs) I heard it was fake. I heard he... he, Nah, it was was definitely fake. I seen the real picture. It was like a big bowl of three... uh, Big three hat that that Cube had on and, and Fifty had on the classic uh, New York Yankees hat at the game, but right, uh, yeah, that was. I mean, so so whatever. I mean, he sat down with who opened the door and and brought him to the table at the time. Uh, the context I want to bring in is that I uh, watched the Roland Martin interview. Okay. Right, and uh, the thing that. Uh, precipitated me to do that was one of the homies sent me like a two minute clip of the interview and was like this is what I'm talking about and it was one of the homies that you know we ain't always on the same page you know what I'm saying and I'm pro blackies yeah exactly okay Okay. and so uh, I don't know I guess he thought it might trigger me but I was actually just like you know I agree with everything you know what I mean but that that made me want to listen to the entire into the to the entire thing, which gave me more context as far as like where Q was at and what his thoughts was around something like support. Because people jump to the conclusion it's like, oh, he's supporting Trump. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't the situation. And I don't think you know you could you could internalize it as if he's supporting Trump. Like that wasn't his position. So I watched the Roland Martin interview and. I think it's just I, I suggest anybody just spend the time to uh, at least take a big chunk out of it. It's about forty minutes long to watch the interview, but it was very interesting to uh, see because you know Roland Martin actually um, presses him on what the platinum plan is, which is Trump's one page mm-hmm. plan. Apparently, is one page for uh, for, for the blacks. Black, for black, yeah, for the blacks, mm-hmm. and you know he he asked them. Out the gate, you know, what what intersections do you see between the contract with Black America and the Platinum Plan? And it was very telling. Cube didn't really have an answer for it, right? Because there is none, basically, right? Right. And, uh, you know, I saw Cube kind of reaching into the bag for the rhetoric, but not actually 
having any substance behind the rhetoric as far as, oh, we just voting for Democrats. We need to leverage. You brought up the $500 billion. I'm sure you heard, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. bring up the $500 billion. Apparently, the $500 billion is the annual infrastructure plan, right? And all it says is that you may have access to some of this money. Right. It has but, nothing to do with black people. Right. Just, it's, just to, it's like, hey, this is the annual infrastructure plan. And, you know, this some of this money may go to black people. Right. But I just want to just clarify. Uh, Trump has explicitly alluded to giving this money to the black community. And, and, and that's the difference. But go ahead. Continue. I mean, explicitly alluded what's on paper. I mean, if you want to, if you want to go to your lawyer and be like, "Oh, he he explicitly alluded to something," but I signed this, I'm pretty sure he's going to tell you the thing you signed is what actually matters. Yes, yes, yes. I'm right. just saying this is why it's relevant. Uh, you know what I mean? This I'm, is this I'm, is the I'm, only reason and, we're talking. And, about and, it. and what I'm saying is, then people need to do more than just listen to what of is course. being said and watch wait, what's wait. being done. Uh, are you saying that people should go out and do their own fact finding in this age of misinformation? Yeah, they definitely should. And you should cross reference your, your resources. See if you can find other things to corroborate what you read or what you may have heard and dig a little deeper. Don't, like I said, the homie sent me a two minute clip. It was a 40 minute interview. I got right. a lot more from the 40 minute interview than a two minute clip. Right, right. You know what I mean? Being responsible. Woke brother. Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, let me actually check it out. And I suggest everyone check it out because what I was like, I understand the talking points, but I really don't see an ideology behind it. You know what I'm saying? And like, I've been pressing the homies who have these same talking points and they haven't been able to give me any ideology behind it. You know what I mean? And so now you just sound like puppies. You know what I'm saying? And like, I heard Q talking. I really appreciate what he did. I read the contract with Black America. It's about four to five pages. He said it's going to keep on being the standard document. It's really comprehensive. It gets straight to the point. I think it was well done, well written. He uh, worked, you know, just for the record, he he did map that out with Dr. Claude Anderson, who is a friend to the show. Uh, you know, we, we know him from uh, Powernomics. Yes, sir. But, you um, know, I pick up Powernomics all day, every day. Yes, sir. I definitely believe in pro-black and and uh group economics for our community and so with, with that said as well but let me let me finish real quick just to finish uh-huh. the quote with cute though but what i saw was a person who has hasn't organized who hasn't actually been out there advocating and who hasn't come across bureaucratic structures and in, in institutions you know what I mean? But I saw it was a person who has the passion, but never had feet on the ground. You know what I mean? Mm. And so right now, you can still be bright-eyed about what you could accomplish. But when you get faced with the actual reality of organizing and getting something in motion, then I feel like, then I feel like uh, it, it just, it's an, another level of reality that sets in when you realize, oh shit, just because I'm Ice Cube don't mean I get to move the world the way I, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to get, this force is working against us. You know what I mean? Right. This, this force is working against us. And somehow, sometimes we behave as if it's being done in the vacuum. And as if, yo, yo, all we got to do is stop killing each other. All we got to do is, you know, buy black. All we got to do is, you know, make sure we got group economics. All we got to do is, if we could just do like the Jews do, if we could just do how... Just just this thing, whatever the thing is, if we could just do that, it would work all right. 
as if we don't have combatants on the other side of that equation. As right. if it's in a vacuum. It's not in the vacuum. You got people also plotting the plan and, and the thing you saying, they trying to figure out how they could undermine the exact thing you're talking about. Right? And so, mm-hmm. and, and then and then we castigate one another, we chastise one another, we argue and bicker with one another when the thing isn't working. Instead of recognizing that we do have combatants on the other side of this equation. You know what I mean? And we need to give ourselves more grace and be able to work across these aisles instead of having a fragmented black community actually coming together a little bit more. You know what I mean? Forget what we disagree with. We need to stay on code. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, so I feel like that's what we're missing. So the, I'm gauging from your tone that you're saying Brother Q isn't lost. He's simply misguided and he just needs to be Re- redirected a little bit. You know, I don't even. Yeah. I don't even think it's a matter of redirection. I feel like in two you, two years you're gonna see a humble Q coming back to the table and being like, "I understand why everybody was upset with me." Mm-hmm. And now that I actually try, because in the interview, and like I said, go watch it yourself. But in the interview, he say himself because Roland Martin's like, "Yo, well, he asked Roland Martin, well, where you been? What you been doing?'" Roland Martin said, "You know, I've been doing this, this whatever, right?" He spent the question back on the Q. Q like. You know, I've been in the music, I've been in the, I've been in my movies and whatnot, and I look up, and none of this stuff is getting done, as if it's not people out here trying to do the thing, right? Right. right. And it's that it's not people out here working, it's not people out here organizing, it's not people out here getting out on the streets, as if these things aren't actually happening, and we don't have a combatant blocking those things from actually going through. Mitch McConnell is a real person. <laughs> Like, he's really <laughs> out here, guys. <laughs> if you think he fucking care who you are, what you think you're doing, he don't. You nah, know what Ma- I'm saying? Ma- Moscow Mitch been 730 for about yeah, two decades. Like, he don't give a fuck. Like, so you could go ahead and act like he's not here and you're going to come in and bully somebody. You're not bullying nobody. Now, he did say it's a bipartisan issue, which I think is, the, the, for me, one of the top, one of the smartest things he said during the entire interview. And it is a bipartisan. We got to understand that everybody got to get on board. So I'm totally, like I said, he not, his, I'm, I'm down with anybody who pro-black. We don't have to agree. I'm, I'm getting to the point where we don't have to agree. We need to minimize conflict. We don't have to agree on everything. We need to stay on code. We need to understand that if we pro-black and we allies. We may be loyal opposition, but we loyal first and foremost. And instead of bickering mm-hmm. across the aisles, we need to actually come together. You know what I mean? Don't let them fragment us. It don't have to be that way, but I see Q coming back with a with a better understanding. You know what I mean? Because if you had your head down and you was in the art and you was and you was doing your music and your movies and everything, then clearly you ain't had boots on the ground. Right. Clearly right. you ain't get told no a thousand times. Clearly you ain't show up to that sitting here and get shut down. You know what I mean? And you need to actually go through that process to understand what you're talking about and to recognize all of the shoulders that you're standing on. You know what I mean? Because you are standing on shoulders. This intellectual property is out here. Q didn't wake up and write that document, my guy. Somebody wrote that. The intellectual property is out here. You know what I mean? So, like, you standing on shoulders. I, I feel like he's going to come back. I would definitely not cancel Q. You know what I mean? 50, that might be a whole nother situation. <laughs> no, I, I mean, have you had Branson? You haven't had the Branson Cognac, have you? Can't cancel 50. Nah, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I guess you need yeah. to bring some over there. Yeah, no, nah, I got you. I got you. Christmas is coming. That. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> it's all about leverage. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so 
I, I thought it was important to revisit this because um, Shanique and I we did we did address it, but I feel like a a little more uh, insight and a little more brevity, you know, kind of shine uh, a different light on the situation. People go read the contract with Black America. It's well yes. written. It is well yes. written, and also uh, to to just show and and show an example of how the work has been be, has been getting done. Uh, the movement for Black Lives. They also have a very comprehensive and an inclusive uh, plan for Black America for reparations to, you know, voter rights and the, the entire list. It, it goes on and on. You can also check that out. M4BL.com. You can check that out like, and read through their plan. I know there was some uh, murmurs in the streets on how Black Lives Matter was destroying the nuclear family and all of this other stuff. And once again, be bickering amongst ourselves instead of just going out there and do the work. You know I've mean? heard I've heard that argument before from, yeah, from yeah. one of <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I would say instead of focusing on one sentence, one paragraph with inside of mission statement, go and read the actual plan. You know what I mean? And it's it's long. It's not it's fully comprehensive, point after point after point, like you know what I'm saying? Like, go actually read these things. Go actually read these documents. Go actually read these plans. Don't just hear about it, catch a two-minute clip, and think you know what's going on in the world. You don't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Take the time right. out. Nobody, nobody, yeah. niggas, niggas don't, niggas, niggas can't watch a watch a video over over six minutes, maybe. Like, damn, that's 6.30? I can't do it, bro. <laughs> like, nah, so like, nah. Sit down and watch something. I actually just rewatched the James Baldwin uh, debate with uh, William William Shockley. Go check that out. See how these white boys moving out here, right? Yeah. Like, go like sit down. You gotta actually sit down for an hour though. You gotta actually sit down for an hour. Like, <laughs> like, well, listen, man. We we we're up against it. I just um. I, I like the idea of this. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to always be good brother Tavian, but he was definitely the man to have this, this follow-up uh, conversation with on, on, on Cube. Um, so look out for this segment. You know, and, and again, leave those voice messages on anchor.fm, pre-internet friends, um, you know, if you feel like there's something that we need to revisit. All right? Uh, episode 31 will be coming down the pike, you know, as always. You guys continue to be safe out there. Brother Tavian, I appreciate you taking the time, man. I love you, all right? I appreciate you. I appreciate Shanique. Sorry I couldn't hear your voice on this uh, swing, what you're calling it? The, this the, uh, this little, this is an add-on, you know, it's spin the block. Yeah, we spin in the block here. Yeah. In the block section, so I can catch you in the spin the block section. But I'm glad I got to be here. Thank you once again. I love you too, my brother. I love all my brothers out there. Stay put black. All right, we're going to... Yes, sir. All right. Peace. Peace.
and over and over.